Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, March 8th, 2023, for the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast, coming to you from the beautiful Streams in the Desert Live home studio via StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is deception straight ahead. But before we get started, let us pray. Lord God, we humbly come before your throne and bow down, spiritually speaking. We thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you've yet to do. We ask that the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit permeate this place today, and that the hearer would be uh, touched by your Spirit, Lord God, the Holy Spirit, the one and only true and living God's Holy Spirit that can change lives for all eternity. Lord God, thank you for sending your one and only begotten Son, who is Lord Jesus Christ, to take my place upon the cross of Calvary. Lord Jesus, thank you for taking my place upon the cross of Calvary. And Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. As we open the show for today, it is with scripture found in Matthew chapter 24, verses 1 through 4, in which John states, And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another." that shall not be thrown down. And as he said upon the Mount of Olives, and the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. 
With that said, my friends, today the Lord God has once again appointed me to warn along with many others, I am sure, by way of the power working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit, of another soon coming installment of this so-called revival that is being perpetrated in the midst of our young people. That is, in reality, a demonstration of the great falling away of the people of America and the world at large for that matter, who are being deceived by a false gospel, which in return produces a false Jesus or another Jesus, if you will. Due to a soon coming planned event on April 29th, 2023, I have been compelled by the Lord God to warn of this continued outpouring of a false revival of which is being sponsored by the likes of those who proudly wave the banner of ecumenicalism and modern day so-called evangelical churches, the emergent church and who as well walk hand in hand with the ever elusive New Apostolic Reformation or NAR. Speaking of the NAR, my friends, of whom Rick Hall is associated with and is the founder of the Pulse Movement and is the main planner of this April 29th, 2023 event, With that said, my friends, let us now take a peek into what the NAR is about to do and to do. And we will uh, be using an excerpt from uh, gotquestions.com, of whom being Baptist leaning got some things wrong when attempting to note the New Apostolic Reformation or NAR belief system, but did get their foundational principles correct when they stated the New Apostolic Reformation or NAR is an unbiblical religious movement that emphasizes experience over scripture mysticism over doctrine, and modern-day apostles over the plain text of the Bible. With the stage now set, my friends, let us take a look at a piece from February 23, 2023, by Lighthouse Trails editors titled, Announcing New Book Release by Warren B. Smith, Evangelable of which the publication states, Lighthouse Trails is pleased to announce Warren B. Smith's new book, Evan Gullible. The book published by Mountain Streams Press is now available through Lighthouse Trails. The writer of this piece continues by sharing evangelical, in, of, or according to the gospel of Jesus Christ and the literal teachings of the Holy Bible. Gullible? Easily deceived. Van Evangelable, easily deceived by the teachings that contradict the gospel of Jesus Christ and the literal teachings of the Holy Bible. From there, the writer then goes on to say, from the back cover, over the last four decades, the unholy spirit and deceptive false teachings of a new age, new gospel have worked their way into an undiscerning and all too gullible church. 
Pastors and church leaders who years ago warned about New Age deception have hardly talked about it since. As a result, the new gospel of the New Age is presently viewed by most believers as a long-ago past occurrence, even as its overlapping terms, false teachings, and deceptive practices continue to creep into the church. Thus, while many church leaders and pastors talk about the cultural challenges of the day and the need for revival, they say almost nothing about our adversaries' spiritual schemes and devices. And while these same leaders write dramatic books and letters exhorting the church to be courageous, to speak out and to not be silenced, they have been effectively silenced themselves when it comes to spiritual deception in the church. Instead of exposing spiritual evil, contending for the faith, and fighting the good fight, they're often advocates, endorse, and or turn a blind eye to the very things that should be, that the things they should be confronting. Now, my friends, as we continue forward, let us for just a moment take a step back in time to take a look at another piece written by the Lighthouse Trails editors who have done a remarkable job of documenting when it comes to our subject matter for today. This piece is dated June 13th, 2016, and is titled Dress Rehearsal for a False Revival, Evangelical uh, Charismatic Emerging Leaders and Pope Francis Unite for Together 2016 in Washington, D.C., of which the Lighthouse Trails research editors begin by stating, according to a new release from PR Wire titled Pope Francis to Address Americans at National Mall Event Together 2016, with special video message, Pope Francis will be joining via video evangelical leaders such as Ravi Zacharias, Louis Palau, Michael W. Smith, and Josh McDowell. Emerging church leaders such as Francis Chan, Anne Va- Voskamp, Jennifer Allen, and Mark Batterson, and charismatic leaders such as Sammy Rodriguez and Hillsong for an event motivated by a goal to bring unity to all those who love Jesus. The event is called Together 2016, subtitled Fill the Mall. Nick Hall, the organizer of the event, who hopes to draw one million people to the National Mall on July 16th, stated, Together 2016 is about laying aside what divides us to lift up Jesus who unites us. Hall told one news source, We are coming together in historic unity to pray for a reset for our nation. The writer continues by pointing out it's been over 15 years since contemplative pioneer Richard Foster shared his vision of Catholics and evangelicals coming together, and over two decades since Chuck Colson helped author a document titled Evangelicals and Catholics Together. The writer then further states, 
It has been over a decade since Rick Warren announced his hopes to bring about a second reformation that would include people of different religions. In more recent days, evangelical leaders such as Beth Moore, Franklin Graham, and Kenneth Copeland have played their parts in helping to remove the barriers between evangelical Protestant churches and the Roman Catholic Church, something the Catholic Church calls the new evangelization program. The Lighthouse Trails research writer then says, of which I agree with 100%, my friends, according to the Bible, we know a time is coming when a global one-world religion will serve alongside a global one-world government both of which will reject Jesus Christ as the Messiah and Lord. Whether they realize it or not, the leaders and musicians participating in Together 2016 are helping to make the global religion a reality as they participate in this ongoing relay race of breaking down the walls that divide different faiths in the name of unity at all costs. The writer of this piece ends by stating, right now in America, evangelical and charismatic leaders are calling for a nationwide revival. This is in 2016, my friends. But will their revival be a revival from God or will it be a false revival? And is Together 2016 nothing more than a dress rehearsal for this false revival? And in light, my friends, that provoking statement now moves us forward to the year 2022. And at this point, let us continue on with the excellent documentation provided in other in another piece by the Lighthouse Trails editors dated June 18th, 2022. Titled Together 2022 joins uh, doctrinally mixed up Nick Hall, Dallas Jenkins, and Francis Chan while sacrificing truth on the altar of unity. This piece begins by bringing to light that Together organizer Nick Hall is bringing together evangelical emerging and charismatic uh, charismatic and Catholic leaders for an ecumenical purpose of uniting together. There is a definite united we stand regardless of our beliefs scenario, says the writer's piece of which goes on to further state on June 24th and 25th in Dallas, Texas, Together 2022 will take place. Big-name speakers will be there, including ecumenical NAR promoting Francis Chan, who said God will destroy anyone who criticizes Christian leaders, emerging-leaning uh, ecumenical Dallas Jenkins, the chosen creator, NAR leader Samuel Rodriguez, singer David Crowder, Tony Evans, Josh McDowell, Paul Eshkelman, and uh, emergent NAR sympathizing Christine Kane. This hodgepodge of speakers illustrates a picture of today's doctrinally mixed up, undiscerning, and confused evangelical church that is 
tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine, as noted in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14. The writer of this piece continues by stating that it is also another example of how today's evangelical leaders have sacrificed truth on the altar of unity. Thus, it is no surprise that unity is the overall theme behind the Together events, sponsored by the Emerging Leaning Compassion International and Oral Roberts University. Together's website states, Together 2022 will be two days of training and activation. It will be a showing of true unity that 1,000 organizations from many streams of the body of Christ. The writer then goes on to share, Nick Hall is the brainchild behind the Together events. Lighthouse Trails first wrote about Hall and his events in 2016 in an article titled, Dress Rehearsal for a False Revival, Evangelical Charismatic uh, Emerging Leaders and Pope Francis unite for Together 2016 in Washington, D.C. In that article, we stated, according to a news release from PR Wire titled Pope Francis to Address Americans at National Mall Event, Together 2016 with special video message, Pope Francis will be joined via will be joining via video evangelical leaders such as Ravi Zacharias, Louis Palau, Michael W. Smith, and Josh McDowell, and emerging church leaders such as Francis Chan and Voskamp, Jeannie Allen, and Mark Batterson, and charismatic leaders such as Sammy Rodriguez and Hillsong for an event motivated by a goal to bring unity to all those who love Jesus. The event is called Together 2016. Nick Hall, the organizer of the event, who hopes to draw one million people to the National Mall on July 16th, stated Together 2016 is about get this, my friends, laying aside what divides us to lift up Jesus who unites us. Well, if you're laying something aside that divides us, it would have to be what's in the Bible. And the Jesus that you're lifting up who unites you would have to be another Jesus, my friends. Hall told one news source, we're coming together in historic unity to pray for a reset for our nation. The writer then says, two years later, when Together 2018 took place, Lighthouse Trails reported on that event as well, stating, Nick Hall's Together event is back again, October 20, uh, 20th and 21st. This year, as Together 2018 uh, the uh, is at the Texas Motor Speedway in Fort Worth, Texas, which can hold up. Uh, hold around one half million people. On the promotional video near the 26 second mark on the Facebook page, it was, it calls this effort a new Jesus movement. 
The writer then says, obviously referring to the Jesus movement of the 1970s. Yes, my friends, since the Jesus movement of 2023 had not yet arrived, of course they were speaking of the one in 1970 back in 2016. Uh, I digress. The Lighthouse Trails research writer continues by stating the basic premise of this and other similar events uh, happening throughout evangelical and charismatic Christianity today is the only way the world is going to see Jesus is if all things and every person identifying as Christian unify regardless of, get this my friends, doctrine or beliefs. In fact, doctrines stand in the way of unity and must be laid to the sidelines. This is how Nick Hall was able to include the Pope in Together 2016. That is the only way to have this all-inclusive mass unity take place. Catholic mystic Thomas Merton um, explained how this could happen. During a conversation with a Sufi, uh, which is an Islamic mystic teacher, uh, Merton uh, acknowledged that the unity and fellowship could never happen if doctrine, see what I said, such as the cross, he said, was given uh, precedence. Uh, Merton uh, said the only way interspiritual unity could take place is through mysticism. Ha ha ha. There it is right there in your face, my friends. Tony Campello, in his book, Speaking My Mind, said the same thing. When you consider that that a large number of the celebrities speaking or singing at Together 2018 are contemplative mysticism advocates, it is easy to see that the underlying current for this event will draw from the same fountain from which Merton uh, drew for... From there, my friends, the Lighthouse Trails uh, writer continues by stating, while doctrine is not equivalent to faith, it is the framework of our faith, and without it, there is no Christian faith, but rather a watered-down, grayed-out, false religious movement led by another Jesus, as spoken of in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 4. The writer of this piece ends with this. Neo-evangelical leaders, such as some of the names mentioned in this article, are trying to bring about revival through unity. But a revival not based on truth will not be a revival from God. As we previously stated, today a growing number of Christian leaders are holding public events calling for national repentance and church revival. With Christians deeply concerned about the state of our nation, it is understandable that repentance and revival would be on the hearts of many in the church. 
But sadly and alarmingly, many of the figures who are calling for revival today have been promoting false and dangerous teachings. And we must ask the question, how can those involved with serious false teachings lead the way to true revival without first repenting themselves of those false teachings? And with that said, we will now take a short look at just what these false preachers, teachers, and prophets have in store for our young people of America and elsewhere on April 29th, 2023, as we take a look at a piece written March 7th, 2023 by Steve Warren of CBNnews.com, who is just another partner in bed with this whole false unity movement, my friends, titled... Revival is in the air. New reports of spiritual awakening as a a huge fill the stadium event slated for April 29th, of which the writer thereof states the outpouring that began with the Asbury awakening is reaching more young people as it marches on to both Christian and secular university campuses, churches, and youth events, literally from one end of the country to the other. As CBN News has reported, what some have referred to as a potential new great awakening within Christian history started as a spark on the campus of Asbury University, where thousands of Christians gathered for two weeks of spirit-led worship, prayer, and repentance. The unplanned outpouring is raising hopes because of a previous revival in 1970 on the Asbury campus was seen as a significant driver behind the Jesus movement of the 1970s. The writer then states, Paul uh, Wooster National Collegiate Director of the North American Mission Board for the Southern Baptist Convention tweeted a video clip from a Sunday night meeting writing that God showed up at Oahu, Hawaii's northern shore. God showed up in a powerful way at the young adult night on the north shore of Oahu last night. Twelve, get this, my friends, twelve indicated decisions to repent and trust Christ. And many others made decisions to surrender and pursue, get this, personal revival. I'm sorry. It has nothing to do with you. If you're not giving the reins over to the Lord God, you're living in a false revival. And (laughs) that is just the craziest thing I've ever heard. But I'm glad they put it there because it's what's wrong with all of this that's going on here in America today in this very hour. The writer continues by saying they even extended the meeting because of how God was moving. Oh, this was the the person that Wooster wrote not the writer, because the writer is right on track. Wooster is off the tracks, completely off the rails. Meanwhile, 3,745 miles away in Norman, Oklahoma, the writer says, the Holy Spirit is on the move and 
a big uh, opportunity for revival is coming to the campus of the University of Oklahoma. And I take back what I said, because this particular writer that we are reading right now, they're totally off the rails, too, because this is your CBN writer. And they're talking about a false move and revival that has nothing to do with God. I want to make that clear. Uh, in a recent Facebook post, this writer says, Steve Warren is his name. Um, in a recent Facebook post, evang uh, evangelist Nick Hall, there he is again, reported his Pulse ministry has, got this, my friends, here we go, has booked the 86,000-seat football stadium at the University of Oklahoma for the largest student-led outreach I have ever heard of says the writer, who is Steve Warren for CBN News. Just before going on to say, Hall reminded his followers that God is faithful. If he can use this broke and broken kid from North Dakota with no connections, oh, I'm sorry, but you don't call uh, some of the biggest uh, uh, NAR and uh, ecumenical leaders of America no connections? Well, I beg to differ. He said, he can use you. He wrote, uh, he being Nick Hall, he's moving today. Revival is in the air. Put up your sails and let him take you. Well, what I want to know is who is him must be Satan and take you where? To the pits of hell? The writer then continues by stating, meanwhile, the word about the Asbury awakening continues to spread and has made it all the way to Maine. Greg Gordon, the founder of uh, SermonIndex.net, who must be a, a, a monetary contributor to all these things because they keep mentioning his, uh, his, the name of his uh, website here. And this is like the second or so article I've seen his sermonsindex.net mentioned, has been tweeting photos and clips from various places around the country. On Monday, he wrote that he had met an Amish man in Maine who had heard about the Asbury uh, revival. Speaking today with an, uh, with an Amish man in Maine, he knew about the revival in Asbury. He said, he said, meaning the Amish man, revival is about repentance. And I, Greg Gordon speaking, said, amen. Well, that's all he could say, because I think the guy was actually telling him, you know, what I see going on there is not repentance. I don't think he was having a going forward conversation. I think he was pointing something out. And I do commend that Amish man for doing that. Um, <clears throat> revival uh, famous spreading, said Gordon. Even the Amish know God spread it more. <laughs> Next, the writer of this piece says, during a telephone interview with Fox News, on Monday, California pastor Samuel Rodriguez said, it's no accident. Well, he's right about that. And you just go right back to my show of uh, February 22nd, 2023, and you will find out that I said exactly the same thing, that what was happening at Asbury University was no accident. It wasn't unplanned, and it was not just spontaneous. But... Here again, Pastor Samuel Rodriguez said it is no accident that the Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky, played a host to a Christian revival with thousands of people, just as the 
film Jesus Revolution hit the theaters. And did I not say that to you in that uh, show that I did on February 22nd, my friends, that it's all been a put up and a great campaign for things like the Jesus Revolution movie and so on and so forth. If you were a skeptic, Rodriguez, the senior pastor at New Season Church in Sacramento, said you would have labeled this as a coincidence. But if you're a person of faith, you see this as divine providence. It can't be a coincidence, he added. Really? Well, I beg to differ with him on that, too, because it was well orchestrated since 2016 and before God is in charge. God is up to something. And that's the, and that's the great news, the, said, says this guy. Um, the writer ends his piece by sharing, Rodriguez told Fox News, this is not just about the Asbury revival. It's what's happening across the country. Well, you know, I just saw their, their little, um, their little, um, map of the United States and where all the supposed revivals taking place. And it, it's nowhere past Texas on the whole West coast, other than Oregon, I believe there's no place on the West coast that's experiencing what they say is happening. And on that skeptical note, my friends, I will be right back after the break so that we may finish out our show today titled deception straight ahead. The cross has the final word The cross has the final word Sorrow may come in the darkest night But the cross has the final word There's nothing stronger
Yes, that cross that they want to take out of uh, this uh, whole thing so they can have their unity does have the final word. The Lord Jesus Christ paid the price for every person upon the face of this planet to have eternal life if they would so choose him as their only savior and way of escape from the wrath of God that is soon to be poured out upon this earth and all those who reject the true one and only begotten son of the one and only true and living God. And his name is Jesus Christ, my friends. Okay, now I would like to share with you just how the Lord God, by way of his Holy Spirit, brings to light those who try to deceive. This piece that I am about to share with you uh, was submitted to uh, Lighthouse Trails Research a day before the airing of my show, exposing the Asbury so-called revival. As I and I assure you, my friends, that I did not see this piece until today, March eighth, two thousand twenty-three. What I uh, what I said in that show from February twenty-second, two thousand twenty-three, was given to me by way of the small, still voice of the Lord God's Holy Spirit. But if you go back and listen to that show, you will find that the Lord God had me and Bob, the writer of a letter to Lighthouse Trails Research, say exactly the same thing. This piece by Lighthouse Trails editor is dated February 21st. 2023 and is titled Asbury Revival Letter to the Editor Raises Concerns About Possible Pre-Planned Exploits. Uh, Lighthouse Trails Project Note. The following letter to the editor from a Lighthouse Trails reader raises valid concerns about the circumstances surrounding the Asbury Revival. While Asbury University personnel and numerous secular and religious media outlets say that the revival is pure, unplanned, organic, and unexpected, it turns out that an NAR and uh, IHOP, or International House of Prayer, connected group, had been planning a revival event at Asbury days before it even began. Lighthouse Trails does not question the sincerity of those at Asbury gathering who may have truly committed or recommitted their lives to the Lord in humility, repentance, and reverence, but is concerned about the harmful exploits that can potentially hurt many while calling something a move of God that in reality may be a pre-planned event which could become part of a false revival. Important note, it must be noted here as well that Asbury University and other colleges that have began similar revival meetings because of the Asbury event are on the Lighthouse Trails Contemplative Prayer Spiritual Formation College list which presents serious concern in and of itself. If 
true God-led revival is indeed taking place, the mystical spirituality that these schools have been embracing and transforming students with cannot be ignored any longer. From our point of view, it will not be true revival unless it is dealt with because such a new age spirituality leads people away from the gospel and God's word and brings them into an audience, into the audience of uh, seducing spirits, which can lead to beliefs such as atheism, humanism, and wokeism. Letter to the Editor. Dear Lighthouse Trails, I have been keeping an eye on the Asbury Revival, which began on February 8th, since an article appeared in the American Thinker last Tuesday, February 14th. The title referred to a hopeful phenomenon, then focused on a college paper reporter, a reporter's account of Asbury revival being unexpected, even though the school was no stranger to revivals, according to the article. Please pardon the length of what follows, but it seems a time-sensitive issue with many questions and flags being raised. The same article then quoted from articles from CBN and local NBC affiliate WLEX, the latter with a headline that God is transforming lives, revival continues at Asbury University. One initial thought was, since when does a modern NBC affiliate in a large city college town like Lexington run headlines like that? There seemed to be a sense that this might be used just like the Toronto Blessing as something that started small but set off a movement, etc., even the university president commented that books are likely to be written about this while discussing uh, university plans related to commissioning and sending out those there to share their experiences, all of which warranted a closer look. Further checking showed that the college, the Collegiate Day of Prayer organization, a group involved with the NAR and IHOP names such as Lou Engel of The Call, and which eventually wrote over and over about connecting uh, that Collegiate Day of Prayer event with revival and spiritual awakening, just happened to release a video on February 1st days before the Asbury Revival began, announcing that this year's revival event would take place at Asbury University, with speakers such as NAR-influenced Francis Chan and ecumenical global peace leader Rick Warren in the very building where revival was reported to be occurring. One Assemblies of God-related publication from January 25th of this year concerning that event actually had the headline, A Great Collegiate Awakening, It's Coming. The Collegiate Day of Prayer promotional video said to have premiered February 1st 
had the following description. Let's adopt and and saturate every campus in America in prayer. Go to this certain website is what it says and and adopt a campus. And join us live from Asbury University on February 23rd from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time with special guests Rick Warren, Francis Chan, Alan Hood, and worship leaders from International House of Prayer or IHOP, Circuit Riders, Black Voices Movement, and Met by Love Worship. Let's believe God for revival amongst believers on college campuses and spiritual awakening amongst the lost. Father, revive the saved and save the lost. If this isn't remarkable enough, the letter writer says, the video itself actually states with someone saying, 50 years ago, something extraordinary happened uh, on one college campus, then shows footage watermarked with WLEX and what appears to be the same facility, Hughes Auditorium. After words from Francis Chan, a narrator concludes, Join us February 23rd, live from Asbury University. Lord, do it again. None of the initial reporting or principles I recall seeing were mentioning that convergence of events, even in passing says the writer of the letter, often seeming to promote a narrative that appeared to contend that no one had any idea. No one started this. God's moving, and so forth. To wit, an Asbury journalism professor contended in Sunday's college paper that whatever this is or has become, let's remember that it began with a small group of students who lingered after chapel. This is pure, unplanned, organic, no big name speakers or musicians, no pyrotechnics, no outreach. This is not a performance. Despite the massive national and international media coverage, says the letter writer, few have seemed to have put the put together that a historically revival-focused school that has claimed to have others before and a large one, a large one, in uh, 53 years ago, in the very same place that this one is reported to have started, just happens to be hosting in that same space, a collegiate day of prayer on February 23rd. Even if someone were to allow for the possibility that uh, man's fingerprints weren't on this seemingly remarkable alignment of events, how would that explain the lack of sufficiently connecting those dots in so much media coverage or in the comments from the principals involved, including school officials? Continuing the remarkable sequence of events, Uh, The revival term was used in a headline by an Asbury University College newspaper reporter with a story that was published the same day as the initial chapel service. Uh, 
Wednesday, February 8th. The reporter was listed as having interned last summer for the same aforementioned Lexington NBC TV affiliate. Interestingly, uh, WLEX apparently made no reference to that in what appeared to be their initial story and broadcast coverage of this. In none of her coverage that I saw, says the writer of the letter, nor in the initial local NBC News and CBN reports that I saw, is it brought up, even as a matter of course that the Collegiate Day of Prayer event was to be held in the same auditorium on February 23rd. Complete with high-profile figures involved. Wouldn't that dot likely have been connected by somebody, even just as an information point? Isn't it legitimate in the absence of clarity and the persistence of some casting this as pure, unplanned, and organic to raise questions about the nature of uh, the way the story has unfolded? Wouldn't that especially be the case if there are some innocent or unaware, such as young collegians and even some reporters who were sold the ideas of revival and awakening as something to be pursued and then chased after, perhaps at the subtle prodding of figures who might have benefited from the timing? As a capper, the writer of the letter says, this past weekend, the school president just happened to essentially announce the end of the use of the auditorium for the revival, notably with a time frame that had as the last focused event there, none other than the Collegiate Day of Prayer event, then closing Hughes Auditorium at midnight. As The 1970 uh, event left the auditorium open. One might wonder how this works as far as an arguably building-focused revival, as far as men proactively scheduling and ending there again immediately after holding the featured Collegiate Day of Prayer event that has been scheduled well in advance. Also, What he wrote concerning sending out people from this to share about their experiences just happened to be tied back into much of what was talked about by the event planners in many of their publications. Given the college president's speculation concerning books being written about this event, isn't it legitimate to observe that this event just might happen to raise the profiles and prospects of Asbury University, the Collegiate Day of Prayer event, and affiliated planners Rick Warren, Francis Chan, college reporters, those who first reported on this such as WLEX and CBN and others involved. That last part, says the letter writer, in and of itself appears to call for a closer look.
Moreover, it seems time to take a look at revival as a whole especially as going by what has gone on in some reports and social media. People can arguably call just about anything they want revival, while potentially pillaring and dismissing anyone who desires to apply any level of examination to it. Yet many might sit by placidly when, well, Compensated bureaucrats in purportedly Christian bureaucracies and constructs not only appear to have the opportunity to use the event as a springboard for their own plans, but to wrap things up in a time uh, convenience convenient to their logistical proper, uh, priorities. This is notwithstanding the claim that God was moving and dictating where and when uh, that was occurring, which in this case just happened to be where a planned event for uh, which many have wanted to get national attention was scheduled to occur mere days later. Sincerely, Bob, a longtime Lighthouse Trails reader. My friends, all this show has been is to keep the light on what you're seeing in social media. I see it everywhere. They're promoting this uh, this new awakening and this revival here and there and everywhere all across the, the country, so they say, even though I say that I only saw one place in the West, uh, excluding Hawaii, uh, where this has even taken hold. But my friends, if you have children or if you're a college-age person who considers yourself to be a real Bible-believing, spirit-led and spirit-filled Christian have nothing to do with the charlatans because as it says, it is a planned event for which many wanted to get national attention and they want to deal, uh, they want to receive the monetary funds that they will also receive from that as well. My friends today, if you are in need of a savior, which we all are, my friends, and that only Savior is Jesus Christ. If you would like to receive the Lord Jesus Christ today and to seek the Lord God for the indwelling power, working and anointing of his Holy Spirit so that you will be able to see these charlatans coming uh, well in advance through the power, working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit, today is your day. If you uh, would like to give your heart over to the Lord Jesus Christ and begin to walk with the Lord God and seek him for the indwelling power, working and anointing of his Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking with other tongues, then today is your day, my friends. And with that said, let us pray. And if you're backslidden, come back and Dis the dis the the lies of Satan and know that you are always welcome back to the Lord God until you can no longer hear his voice, my friends. If you're still hearing the voice of the Lord God today call you back through the power of his Holy Spirit, then come. Run as fast as you can, because time as we know it is running out. And with that said, my friends, if you would like to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior today, your only Savior, my friends, for he is the only Savior of the world, 
And if you would like to begin to know God's word, know it well and know it correctly for yourself. And if you would like to seek the Lord God for the indwelling power, working and anointing of his Holy Spirit, then please right now, my friends, come to the Lord Jesus Christ. For the Holy Spirit is wooing you to come for your time is short in this world as we know it. With that said, let us pray. Lord God, we humbly come before your throne and bow down spiritually speaking. Lord God, we know that you sent your one and only begotten son who is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ to be my personal savior, my one and only savior. He is the lamb of God. He is your lamb. He is the last sacrifice ever needed to, to bring separated men in this world, men, women, and children, to you for all eternity, Lord God. And I thank you for that gift of the Lord Jesus Christ and the work that he did upon the cross of Calvary in the shedding of his precious and holy blood for the remission and covering of my sins, Lord God. Thank you for that wonderful gift that no one could give but you. And Lord Jesus, I humbly come before your throne and bow down, spiritually speaking, with a broken and contrite heart and spirit that today I say that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. And Lord Jesus, I know that you are the only Savior of the world. And Lord Jesus, therefore, I know that if I ask you to please forgive me of my sins, that you are faithful and true to do that which you have promised. And Lord Jesus, after uh, I come into the family of the Lord God here this day. I know that the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit, Lord God, will walk with me and guide me and lead me into all truth and righteousness and bring all things to our remembrance. As I seek you, Lord God, for the indwelling power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit that raised Jesus up off this earth and will do the same for us when he returns in the rapture. And with that said, I ask Lord Jesus that you would Receive me into the family of God this very hour. And Holy Spirit, have your way in this day and forevermore in my life. In Jesus' precious and holy name I pray. Amen and amen. With that said, my friends, it's a wrap. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace or his perfect shalom. Shalom and blessings until we meet again. Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?